I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Cause I didn't know, baby, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know, baby, I didn't know. Alright, I admit it. I fucked up this time, yeah, I did it. Always arguing because you're a critic. But this time, this time, yeah, I said the wrong line. Wish I could rewind. Wanna take you out, fine, dime. Wanna make you my dime. I'm sorry. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where we are not therapists. And we meet once a week to put our phones down to answer questions asked by our audience, which is you guys. So thank you so much for listening. And you can always submit questions for us to answer at twobrokefortherapy.com. Uh, this week, we have our good pal Sean McKenzie on. You know, uh, Sean has probably been referenced on every episode of the podcast since he's been on. Really? Yeah, it's actually pretty funny. That's, that's what a gem that guy is. Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, I'd love to have him on. Definitely some fun insight. And he asked a super great question. We talked about, um, what What was it again? It was, uh, what our perception of our parents has become as time has changed. Yeah, like as adults, how do we see our parents and how has that relationship changed? I really enjoyed that question. Yeah, that was a great question. We also talked about, um, you know, your friend group fading away after Mm -hmm. uh, high school and college and stuff like that. We also talked about um, certain things that you do or a partner does that uh, blocks you from the next step. Yeah, a relationship. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, those those walls people build to the smallest things and... um, yeah, a lot more, and you know, this week we have a really big announcement in uh, the On Some Real Shit segment, which is uh, the latter half of the episode, um, and yeah. So so just be tuned for that. There's, there's a lot of changes coming up in the next few weeks, guys, so make sure to tune in, listen up, and uh, like always, submit questions to us. We love them. Yeah. We're going to answer all of them. If this was a... Uh, a an episode of Game of Thrones. This would be like episode nine of every season. Like this is a this is gonna leave you on a cliffhanger, and you're gonna have to wait until next week to see what happens for sure. Great analogy, Steve. Thank you. I love Game of Thrones, Ben, as everybody knows. <laughs> um, but yeah, super excited, and uh, we'll see what happens, guys. And I just want to let everybody know you can always ask questions, like Ben said, at twobrokefortherapy.com, and we appreciate every question that gets asked. And yeah, Sean McKenzie, dude, super stoked and. We didn't really wrap it up at the end with a Xander Wave, but you can always, you know, know that there's going to be a fresh Xander Wave mix at the end of this episode for this week. So stay tuned at the end for that, and you can always follow him at SoundCloud with SoundCloud slash X A N D E R W A V. That's no dot Xander Wave. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thank you guys again, and look forward to the mix and the whole episode. And we had a great time. And guys, please don't forget, we're not therapists. Of course, we're not. Let's listen to this aggressive song. <laughs> Most likely. Okay, 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 okay. Beggars can't be choosers, bitches ain't your Chipotle. Nigga with an attitude, I feel like O'Shea. Walking, living legend, man, I feel like Kobe. I just left the strip club, got some glitter on me. Might be gonna kill me, she the female don't feel me, man, this ain't okay. Four seasons, take a shower, new clothes, I'm reloaded. Eh.
nigga still eating catfish. That bitch ain't really bad, that's a catfish. If I walk up out of Sassman, how the paparazzi doing backflips? If I lay you down on the mattress, blow the back out to your backless. Think we already established. She just got them done, bra strapless. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Beggars can't be choosers, bitches ain't your partner. Nigga with a just a quick little PSA. We had two audience members during our show this week. Three, actually. My girlfriend Madison, her beautiful dog, Honey, and our sommelier on deck, Josh Francis. <laughs> we did reading a wine Bible. I so uh, if, if you hear some, if you hear some. Some banter in the back or some side commentary. It's one of those. It's Three. one of those too. You can f- figure out by the tone of voice who's who. It's a wolf. It's probably the dog. It's probably the dog. Yeah. Or Josh. Yeah. Or me. <laughs> Shout out to Josh. Thanks for uh, having us over this past weekend. I got to hang out with Sean. Ben, you weren't here. I was not. But I wish you were. I know. You would have had a great time. We all. How many people do you think showed up just assuming to wear Hawaiian shirts? That's what I want to know. Because 75%. 75%. It was a high number for sure. You had one on. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. You had a, Everyone had to wear a hat. It was so sunny. It was a beautiful Very day. tropical in here. Yeah, it was very tropical. Mm. I don't think I own a Hawaiian shirt. Is that a sin? I don't think it's a sin. I just think, like, how? <laughs> You're from Santa Barbara, man. You I never dress like Santa Barbara. It's too basic. It Wait, is basic. You, it's dude, basic OT, white OTT. guy. You must have. We have a picture I, of everyone from I one never, five and the crew in a Hawaiian shirt. I wasn't there. He was shirtless. Oh, he didn't even wear. I wasn't shirt. there because he didn't have a Hawaiian shirt. I don't know what happened, but I never <laughs> got involved in that. Yeah, I mean, let's just start these damn questions. Let's go for it. Um, we have Sean McKenzie back on the podcast. Back at it again, He's Sean. Here. We have him here. I'm super glad. We have some news at the end of the show, um, but we've wanted to have Sean back because he's great, and I got to hang out with him this weekend, and I and I love him. He took care of me. We'll get into that later. <laughs> it's like the first time we fully kicked it, actually. Yeah, that was the first time, yeah. It was like, well, we, we also watched the Warriors game this past week. Yeah. That was pretty mm-hmm. fun, but that was like yeah, a, a couple, distracting. Couple yeah, yeah. I think they lost that game, too. They did lose that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they lost like the last three, so <laughs> that was one of them. <laughs> But, hey, I had some great chicken wings, so that place was fire. But how have you been, Sean? Uh, I've been good. I've been on the up and up. Today was busy. I'm, uh, yeah. Got like You're a, still in dress clothes. I'm still in dress clothes. Kind of dress clothes. Kind of These dress are clothes. really casual for me. Which, yeah. Really? really? Is that really casual yeah, for you? It's really casual. That's like how I feel like you would just dress every day. I wish. Not to be offensive. No, you no, look great. Like That's all I'm saying. A suit without a coat and tie. Oh, okay. Business casual. Visual, yeah. yeah. How many ties do you own? Too many. I actually, really? never, I've worn a tie like twice this year. Oh man! Yeah. Wow, which is not that many times. Yeah, but you've got a, a wide selection. Yeah, just because when I was an anxious little intern, I went to a <laughs> men's warehouse and they had like a big deal, so I got like, <laughs> bought a ton six of to eight ties. It's great. Do you guys have like a, a? I like asking people this like randomly. If I am meeting someone once, I always try to ask this question to them because you know. I love to get their Trader Joe's like food recommendation. Like if there's one thing you could recommend to somebody to get mm-hmm. a Trader Joe's, because there's a lot of like hidden things. Like you gotta like dig to yeah. find some like gold. But when you like find it, it's like oh that is fucking it. 
Like, for me, it's the, like, chicken tiki masala that they have. That thing is so fucking fuego. Really? Yeah. Or the uh, the herb goat cheese. It's, like, two fifty for, like, a little log. That shit lasts forever, and it's so good. Or the mac and cheese, but that's, like, a legendary staple there. Ooh. Their mac and cheese is, like, literally the best mac and cheese that I can toss in a microwave. I gotta say carnitas. Carnitas? They got a little nub of carnitas. It's, like, five or six bucks, but it'll get you, like, eight yeah. tacos. Oh, and man. you just Whoa. take that and you shred it with a fork into a pan, fry that shit up, maybe a little olive oil if you Ooh. like it extra greasy. Uh, yeah, mm. most of the time. Some fresh onion, cilantro. Yeah, um, boom. That's a pretty. Um, go. You got one? You I got mean, one. I feel like everybody knows mine. It's the bruschetta sauce. That they have oh, yeah. Uh, you, get, you get the half baked baguette, throw that shit in the oven for like four minutes, tops, pull that out with some bruschetta sauce, and you're set. That's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's so delicious. I, I'm guilty of just having that for dinner. Really? Yeah. I get so full off it. I make yeah, the whole bread. Yeah, a loaf of bread. <laughs> a loaf of bread and bruschetta sauce. Probably not that great for you, but hey. Honorable mentions. Uh, my friend Corey Newton is obsessed with the pickle popcorn that they have there. It's like a dill-flavored popcorn. Yeah, pretty that's, interesting. that's like crack cocaine. Yeah, it's like crack cocaine. It's, <laughs> it's like really good. I told that yeah. to my mom. She bought it, and I came home, and I literally <laughs> just destroyed the bag, and I said, never buy this for me again. <laughs> it's so, you feel bad after, but it's so good. Yeah, and the, the spinach and artichoke dip. That Ooh. stuff is fuego, too. But that's enough about Trader Joe's talk. But one, I, one, one last one. One okay, last please. One. <laughs> See, it's so fun. It's like I want to share the knowledge. Um... The orange chicken, man. Wow, okay. No, cool. I just was informed about it, that. Yeah, I never knew is, about it. That's so good. Classic yeah, man. And when, I, when I first moved to San Francisco, I would literally buy that and their frozen rice and just make that. And I was set for like two, three days. Ben, I think me, you, Nick, and Mike all legitimately at some point had two to three bags of it in the freezer. <laughs> 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 That's 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 a huge endorsement. Yeah, <laughs> a whole household obsessed. Yeah, well, that's that's Trader Joe's talk, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, we're really waiting nice. on a Trader Joe's sponsor. <laughs> the new segment. The new segment. <laughs> I, I would love to just ask like the, the guests every week, like, yo, what's your like favorite thing to pick up? Because that's like mm. a lot of people our age. I feel like are hitting Trader Joe's. If you got it, you know, okay. I went to New York and there's the line for Trader Joe's was an hour and a half long to get inside, and it was like November and people were waiting. Whoa. Nick Irofino used to have to wait, like, 45 minutes to get Trader Joe's. And, like, inside, he said it was, like, right before Armageddon. People are, like, flying to the shelves. And you know how people are, like, stalking all the time? Uh-huh. It's, like, straight-up chaos. Damn. You know, just to get that fucking good good. You know what I mean? Also, I want to go to the uh, Charles Shaw Tubuck Chuck uh, winery. They have a little label, and I looked it up, and you could do a tour for, like, 25 bucks. <laughs> it's not two bucks for a wine tour? I wish, dude. 250. <laughs> but it's in Sonoma. It's pretty cool. You know, that'd wow, be, a, that'd be, be awesome. a really great Instagram photo just claiming it. Like, this is where I went. That's <laughs> awesome. Like, Give you 10 bucks. Yeah, with like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That'd be so sick. I'd love to t- have a wine flight there. Uh-huh. Have, you know, some like American cheese on a rich cracker. <laughs> and some real classy <laughs> orders. Um, Let's get into these motherfucking questions. Uh, the first one is asked by Fergie. And the subject is, let's get it started. Um, that's not even what that song is called. But I'm not going to say what the real song is uh, <laughs> titled. Uh, and the question is, since you all work different jobs, what do you guys do to get ready for the day? Last week, Steven brought up listening to trap music to keep him going in the morning. Um, so that's my example. So pretty much, I think, uh, Fergie is asking, what do you guys do to start your day? Like, what gets you going in the morning? And, like, 
how does it help you get through the day? Like, I, my example is trap music because I wake up usually at 4.30 in the morning and the only thing that will keep me going is, like, loud, aggressive music that is, like, literally only talking about making money, which is, like, really gets me going because if I listen to a podcast, I'm straight up going to fall asleep. Like, sometimes I, like, am in Muni and that's my biggest fear is, like, being in public transportation and falling asleep and just waking up somewhere I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> I did that on Caltrain once and it was not fun. Um, Where'd yeah. you wake up, San Jose? No, I day partied. I went to Lay Day, which is like a... They basically make all these pledges at Lewis's old fraternity, bring, like, literal, like, pounds and pounds of sand and put it in the entire backyard, and they have, like, a Hawaiian day rage. And I got invited, and I went, and I, like, left at, like, 6 o'clock to come back to San Francisco, and I fell asleep and woke up at the ballpark with, like, an old man poking me with a stick, because I was at the top of the Caltrain, because it's two stories, and... I had, like, an open bottle of beer, because you can drink on Caltrain. Uh-huh. Not a lot of people know that. I, well, I feel yeah. like a lot of people do. I don't but think like, it's legally? No, yeah, legally you can drink on Caltrain, yeah. Like, me it's and my like, mom got like lit on the way to a 49ers game once. It was pretty fun. Had a bottle of wine. Not a great, like, let's go sit in the sun for six hours kind of oh, thing, no. though. But, um, yeah, and he poked me, and he was like, you're the last one here. And he's like, the train's been here for 40 minutes. And I was like, where am I? He's like, you're at Ballpark. And I usually get off at, like, Millbrae and take BART, but I was just, like, you know, so disoriented. I was like, where the fuck am I? (laughs) And I was, like, you know, four months after I moved here, so I was mad lost. Um, But, yeah, that's, like, my example is, like, I listen to trap music, and also I think, um, since I wake up so early, like, I just wake up with a mentality, like, you have to. Mm -hmm. Like, there isn't, like, sleep in or, like, oh, I could be a little bit late. It's, like, you have to. If you don't catch this one train, you are fucked. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what keeps me going. And, you know, I work with a bunch of coffee and basically inhale it. Yeah. Sean, you want to go? Yeah. Um, I kind of do that same thing. I wake up and I'm like, I have to. But I wake up earlier than I have to so that I'm like, I get that little sense of, oh, you can kind of just like chill. Chill out. I love chilling in the morning. I just wish I could do it. (laughs) So I normally lay in my bed a little bit and sadly I go onto my phone and like see what I missed while I was sleeping. That's what I'll, you know. I don't really like doing that, but I do do it. Um, It's like you gotta like tune into the world, you know, things like, you know, you can miss something. The whole, like, I'm not gonna dive into this, but the whole like Orlando shooting, I had no idea that happened until I watched the John Oliver show like the day after because oh, I just really? wasn't on my phone that whole day mm-hmm. and I was like yo and then I went on this like crazy news dive just because I wasn't on my phone yeah mm-hmm. and it was like you know pretty unfortunate to know that like a major thing like that happened and I was just so out of the loop mm-hmm. right yeah I'll do that and then I always gotta get a shower in got it uh, warm or cold hot I normally do warm warm or just like you know like a regular temperature yeah. I don't wanna burn my skin off yeah. <laughs> Um, but on days where I'm struggling and I'm like congested, yeah, I'll do cold water at the end for like two minutes, just flush everything out, wake yourself Mm. up. It's good. And then coffee once I get to the office. I don't, I don't normally do it beforehand, just because I'm like that kind of guy that's got a hand grinder for my coffee. Like, gotta get it going. I love it. Oh (laughs) man, you're preaching to the choir. (laughs) So I do that with like a French press, and it takes like 20 minutes, and it's a whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) So I just get it out, out, out of the office. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my morning routine. That's pretty sweet. My morning routine is scathing hot shower. Really? Yeah. I, ever since I saw, um... Ferris Bueller's Day No, 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 no. It's, uh... After I saw Wolf of Wall Street and just how he just kind of, like, detoxed with a shower, that's literally how I feel every time I fall asleep. Really? I go straight into REM, like, really hard, and then I'm just, like, stuck there. 
And as soon as I wake up, it's such an abrupt thing all the time. Like, every time my dreams are just, like, super vivid. And I don't even, like, feel good, like, wake up feeling refreshed. I'm just, like, stuck in my dreams. So I need, like, a really, really hot shower to, like, pull me out of it and just be like, okay, time to go. And throughout the day, too, I always splash water on my face. Almost every time I go to the bathroom, I'll splash some water on my face and just, like, wake me up. Wow. Yeah. That's, like, my, that's my, like, calm down and, like, reset. It's just, like, splash. I think there's something to that because I always noticed growing up, like, older men do that. Yeah. In the bathroom. Yeah. Like, and I was always kind of weirded out, but I was like, why are you going to wash your face right now? Like, what are you just doing? You're sitting in the office or whatever. It, but It yeah. helps. It helps so much. I like to relate it back to just, like, all the summers I spent in the ocean body surfing. Like, there's something about how water makes you control your breathing and how it calms your heart. And I was, I was a big advocate for, like, going out and just, like, hanging out in the ocean, like, going out in the waves and, like, having to duck under. Like, it just... One, like, proves that you're you're mortal. Like, you have to yeah. you have to breathe, and you have to control it, or else, yeah. And it just really, like, calms your nerves, because you can't think about anything else except for breathing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm a huge advocate for that. And, too, as a lot of people know, I listen to podcasts and, and audiobooks all the time, so usually once I get on the bus to work, I pop in one of those. I'll either close my eyes and, like, semi... Or just, like, semi go back to sleep, just, like, kind of, like, neutralize my body. But other than that, water to the face. <laughs> water straight to the face. Yeah, all the time. Well, I hope that helps for you. You know, try. I think water to the face is great. When I get to work, that's the first thing I do, just because it like makes me feel a little bit more fresh. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a big thing. It's like freshening up, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I like to do that as well. Uh, you want to ask the next question, Benjamin? Benjamin. Uh, there's no name for this guy, so uh, let's make one up. Let's make one up. Um, Sean. Your favorite movie character's first name? Oh, shit. <laughs> I know. What a specific <laughs> question. Um, favorite movie, Saving Private Ryan. So let's just go Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. Steven, your stripper name. I don't think I would be a stripper. I think I would be a... DJ at a strip club, and I think my name would be DJ Erectile Dysfunction. So, Ryan Erectile Dysfunction. Um, subject, Sounds of Silence. Ooh, that, this is... Okay. It's the wrong name. For this <laughs> the wrong name. Right, I take that back. Uh, subject, Sound of Silence. Message. I graduated high school a year ago, and I'm realizing most of my friends don't talk to each other anymore. I'm one of the few who stayed home, and I barely hear from anyone. Is this normal? How can I deal with my group unit of friends fading away? Wow, that's a great question because, honestly, nobody really ever tells you about that until it happens. Yeah. Especially as the friend who has stayed home. I can't really speak to exactly how they feel, but, I mean, this this is a common phenomenon, I think, of when people leave home and leave the friend group, things do change very rapidly. And a lot of people do fall to the wayside. That's why they say, like, you have your high school friends, friends you grew up with, your college friends, and then your post-adult life friends. Yeah. Um, let me hear you guys' take before I take Well, Well, as someone who did stay home, I mean, I was kind of blessed with a friend unit that stuck together. Like, no matter where my friends went, like, my, at least the core unit that I truly did, like, want to stay close to, we all really have. Um, there's definitely people that I wish I was still a little bit closer to, but I'm also, like, you know, six years out of high school. So... Um, I can't really attest to, like, exactly what you're going through, but I can just let you know, like, 
it's something that happens for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like nothing to feel weird about. Just, you know, try to stay close to the people that you really want to stay close to and like make an effort. And hopefully, you know, if you guys are still friends and still like know each other, I'm sure they'll make an effort back. Mm-hmm. Sean, what do you think? Yeah, I'm also lucky to have a friend group from high school that's really tight-knit. And I didn't really realize it until I graduated college because now I'm living with two friends from high school and they feel like my closest friends ever and people come up and visit all the time. Um, I just say, I got to say, like, scheduling is going to become a part of your life because you don't really do it in high school yeah. or in your first year of college because you're learning the ropes. So schedule shit, especially with your friends that matter to you. Like, you all tend to have the same breaks throughout the year. If not, like, yeah. there's at least one time during the year. So make sure you get together with them and, like, set something up. Like, hey, I'm here for these weeks. Who's here for that week? Group text's always great, too. Yeah, group texts are great. Like, that keeps people tight because mm-hmm. when stuff goes on in the world, you throw something on there. And, yeah, I mean, we're doing that all the time exactly. with our college group of friends. And it's yeah. when they come up, it's like we didn't skip a beat. So group chats... Make efforts, like uh, Stephen said. Um, I lost a lot of friends from high school. I feel like I had a really, really big group of friends yeah. leaving high school. And now my circle is as small as a period, as the game would say. <laughs> um, I mean, I got Sam, producer Sam, who I've known since, like, first grade. I got you, Stephen, yo, yo. Um, Nick, and a few other highlight members, like Dirk and Kevin, Clint. But, I mean, other than that, like my friend group really suffered from post high school. Like not a lot of us stayed in contact and a lot of us that did stay in contact, we didn't do that. until we were able to reconnect later yeah. on. It wasn't like we all went to college and we were all updating each other about what college was like or anything like that. You kind of get obsessed with college though. So like, you know, yeah. when you go away, it's like, and you know, your other friends are away. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing their own thing. And there is like that time of year where you see each other, but like, it's still like, yeah, it's just brutal to like, separate yeah i think the thing i will say for this this uh audience member is that things like this do happen and it really is true that true friends when you do get back together it isn't like you you skip to be at all and that's true across the board if you are truly meant to be good friends with somebody no matter when you're with that person it's going to feel like you guys never left yeah and no matter what stage of life you're in that's how it's going to be but since you're at home like your your reality isn't changing as fast as your friends who have left. So you're feeling a lot more of the impact than they are because they're surrounded by so much newness. They're surrounded by so much like stimulation and like things for them to grab onto and learn and experience. Whereas for you, you're still home. And that's not a bad thing at all. No. But just that there's not as much changing around you that you have to look forward to. That's a great fuck. That's like key point right there. Yeah. That's so, probably the wrap so, it up. Yeah. So don't get too caught up in it. Just, uh, try your hardest to keep the ties open and alive. Yeah. I completely agree. You want to read the next question, Sean? Yeah, I got it. So the person or the name of this person who submitted it is number or so, hashtag. Okay, so yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> what would you call that? I wanted to see what you would call that. I would hashtag call it, I would call it pound, pound sign. Pound, pound sign. Pound sign, pick up the phone is the subject of this message. Hey guys, I'm wondering if you have ever given out your phone number to a random or new person. I always consider doing it, but never can. Any advice? You said you have So they're getting, they're getting hung up before they even get hung up on. True. Mm. Interesting. 
didn't think of it. So, so, so are they like. saying? I think they're saying like. He, like I want to give out my number to new people, but I'm not able to because I'm he's just nervous. Awesome. Yeah, or, I'm nervous. I'm yeah. sure it's like you know. I think he's talking about first interactions with people, like the yeah. first time, or she is talking about the first time they like are meeting people, right? So should we frame this as like a person of love interest or just like friends? Love yeah, interest, like interest saying, yeah. Like, you know, I had a hot waitress at dinner. Like, should I fucking give her my phone number? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Something that's actually what it sounds like. Yeah. To me yeah. That's let's like what that. it is. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. So what I meant by like getting hung up before they get hung up on, it's like, it's a moment of vulnerability and they're getting hung up on that. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm kind of nervous about what could happen because <laughs> mm. it's, you're putting yourself out there. And I mean... I guess my suggestion is just do it if you really feel like there's something about this person that's special. Don't just go handing out your number to <laughs> random people. I was actually, I was walking around with one of my um, ex-girlfriends and this guy came up and asked for her number. And then he's like, oh, are you guys dating? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, never mind. Like, your your girlfriend's beautiful or whatever. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty like definitely don't do that. So, so we did. He did this, and then we walked around like to some other place, and then we saw him doing this to every girl he walked by. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. And that was pretty interesting. That's savage. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I felt a couple different ways about it. (laughs) I can only imagine. But I, I mean, personally, from my experience, I did. There's one that I think of, and it actually paid off for me. Mutual, we had a mutual friend that worked at a bar downtown, and I'd heard about her, and I'd like seen her once before. Is this recently? How recently is this? Uh, this is senior year. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So it's, this is in SB. Yeah. And I gave her, I actually asked her, I was like, hey, do you have like a pen and sticky note? While she's like serving the bar, and she's like, yeah. And she handed it to me, and I wrote down, I'm smitten, and my Ooh. phone number, because I, fe- I had a feeling Ooh. she already knew my name. Gave it to her, and then she she grabbed it, and she, like, had a big smile on her face. And just, like, I don't know what she did with it. I I made sure I stayed there so that she, like, you can't just leave your number and then go. I feel like it's better if you hang around. Mm-hmm. You know, drop the number on the receipt before you pay so that she has to come back and give you your card and you can have a mm. conversation. Oh, that's man. Ballsy. That's ballsy. But I think that's the way you got to do it. That's the way to do it. Like, it's got to really mean something. Otherwise, it's like... I don't remember who left that receipt or who yeah. left, like, I don't remember who mm. left that number, but yeah, if they're there and they cool. know you already got your number, mm. um, so I did that and then it paid off and then I ruined it later. <laughs> <laughs> As we all do. Yeah, I, I, I had a, uh, ex-girlfriend that gave me her phone number on a bus, I've told the story before, um, but that was a situation where we just both, like, left, like, you know, I bowed literally like this and then walked out the door and, you know, we talked and stuff like that still because I think a girl, like, giving a guy a phone number, we've talked about this before on the podcast, is, like, something that's like, whoa, what the fuck happened? And then, you know, they're going to usually follow up on that. But I've never handed a girl my phone number in person. I actually, funny enough, I let one of my friends borrow this, like, leather jacket that I have. And I once wrote down my phone number on a piece of paper and I was like, you're beautiful with my name and then my phone number. This is, And it was probably from, like, two years ago. And it was just in the pocket. And she, like, found it and looked at it and was like, what the heck? She was, she was literally just like, why do you have this? And I was like, I failed once. <laughs> I was going to do it, but I chickened out. And she laughed at me so hard. And I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, 
I, I, I chickened out. It's an intense moment. It's like, you know, literally putting yourself out there. I mean, I'm sure no one's going to be like, no, but if they are, then you're just kind of like, you eat it, I guess, and then leave. Yeah. Like, that's that's how you deal with it. So our, that's kind of our advice so far, unless Ben's got something. I've, I've had literally zero success from giving people my number. So, but you've done it. My my tactic had always been just like inputting in their phone, and then if they text me, then that's it. Okay, so it's, it's always been a, it's always been a face to face social, and it's like, hey, let me see your phone. I put my number in there. Text me if you'd like, and then I just leave it in their court. I always just leave the ball in their court, and then if they text me, then I know they're interested. That's cool because I didn't even think of that. Like I've I've definitely like, hey, let me get your number, kind of thing. Yeah, I, or I, like I'll give you mine. It's always been like, let me put my number in your phone. Yeah, and then. You, then you always know that it's a consensual, yes, I want to talk to you because they've taken the time to say, yes, I want to talk to you. It's yeah, never I, been, like, written out or anything like that or just, like, them in my phone being like, hey, 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 what's up, what's up? <laughs> Not about that. Yeah. I agree. That's a good one because you know, like, if they hit you up, then you know you're in. Yeah. yeah. And it's really the bullshit. Yeah. It's really casual, too. It's super casual because it's literally, like, there's a number on their screen. They can either erase yeah. it or they can send text. Yeah. And then that, that's the end of the night. What do you think about those weirdos that put, like, weird emojis next to their names when they type their phone in? <laughs> phone number in. So, I will say I this. like a little bear, so I'm going to put the bear emoji. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you're when, out of it. When I was traveling, I would put a little American flag next to me. Ah, okay, that's a good so, one. So, like, that kind of helps, but that's, like, a very specific that's, yeah, scenario. Yeah, yeah. Where if you're meeting someone at a party and you're, like, wine glasses, like... Yeah. You know <laughs> what I like. <laughs> Yeah, can I can I flip in like the more modern era? What about like uh, exchanging Snapchats in person? Like, mm. I feel like that's something that like does randomly happen at bars. You're just like you talk to somebody and you just like randomly watch their life from afar for weeks if you even have the balls to talk to them. I've mm. done that a couple times living here, and it's like you know, let's scan each other's phones, and then yeah, that's like how we start talking to one another. But nothing has ever come of it. Mm. And, like, you know, I I unfollow them because it's just like, you know, what the hell am I going to do? It's like, I don't like how many Snapchat stories I have to watch as is. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just did a major purge, side note. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Did I make the cut? Yeah, you made <laughs> no. Hot take on persimmons. They're pretty delicious, dude. I, I, they're, like, what? A peach almost? Like, they've got, like, that peach consistency. They have, like a, thousand, they have a thousand seeds in it, right? No, you're thinking of pomegranates. Yeah, thinking I am thinking of pomegranate. Which are bomb. Yeah, shout out to Afghanistan. Uh, yeah, you guys what's a persimmon then? A persimmon it's is like, like orange, fish reddish, like, like fruit. fruit, and it's got like a fat stem on it. It's kind of leafy. Uh-huh. Grows on a tree that's pretty barren looking. That's oh the no! Whole is the yeah. is the skin of the persimmon dry or or like glossy? Well, it's fuzzy. It's, it's fuzzy. No, it's glossy. No, you're thinking of um, <laughs> peach. Not Maybe peach. we're all thinking of different fruits. I think you and I are thinking the same thing. They're like, you, they look like, like a little pumpkin. Yeah, little pumpkin yes. things. Yeah. A little pumpkin, but not with the ridges, like a smooth pumpkin. Okay. But small. Persimmon. Nectarine. Okay. You're thinking nectarines. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Persimmons aren't fuzzy. No Googling is allowed. <laughs> yeah, no Googling. <laughs> That's the reason. Facts why. only. <laughs> no fact checking. That's only a, thoughts. Only thoughts. 
Well, guys, let us know what the water <laughs> persimmon is. <laughs> Blink us an image if someone. I know what a persimmon is. I'm just not adequately describing we, it. You know, we'll follow up next week. We will look it up post episode, and we will let you know. They're really we're, sweet. They're really sweet. They're really they're sweet. delicious. They I never know if you're supposed to eat them when they're hard or soft because I've had people give them to me in both consistencies. They're like, "This is how you're supposed to eat it." And like, "This is." It's hard. like a deserty fruit, right? I think so. It grows in like barren lands, which is why it's so cool. Interesting. What do you guys think about dates? You guys like dates? I like dates. You eat them, man. That's dates good. are the best. It's good dates for good. backpacking, good natural yeah, sugar. Yeah, good natural sugar. I love it with cheese. I like plums, too. All right, that's enough plum talk. Let's, let's cut, let's <laughs> cut the like fruit talk. Like plum one, too, man. Plum what? Plum wine. Plum quat? Plum quat. Kumquat? Plum wine. I've never had plum wine before. That sounds good, though. I'm down. I've had yeah. blueberry. Japanese plum wine, dude. Mmm. I threw up blueberry wine once. That shit was fun. <laughs> I was like, oh, it was so sugary. Like blueberries. So I was blitzed. Um, I was blueberry blitz. So this next question is asked by Leo, and the subject is not in the stars. And the message reads, I recently met someone who told me they could not date me because I was a Leo. I know you guys have talked astrology before, but what's the weirdest thing that has ever blocked you from pursuing someone? So I actually think that since this girl or person blocked them for being a Leo, let's say what is someone what is something that someone has blocked you from, if that makes any sense. Or do we want to mm. phrase it the other oh, way? Oh I like that. You like that? So like how did we feel inadequate because Yeah. I mean for instance this guy was born in the wrong month. Yeah. And now he's like <laughs> that kind of cursed me as a person. <laughs> That's something you can't help. We'll do one of both. Everyone knows my uh, Nelly story about grills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How, you know, I was on my way to possibly lose my virginity, and the girls started singing Nelly's grills in Nelly's voice, and it got me nowhere. <laughs> um, and then the other side of that, uh, I had a chipped tooth in high school. I had a chipped tooth pretty much for like that. seven years. Yeah. Right? Bad. Like, it was chipped, like, literally, like, like right here, right here. Dude, Noticeably, yes. Yeah, yeah, and I, I never gave a fuck. Like, yeah, it was just, like, a part it. of me. Yeah, I just rocked it. And, uh, you know, I was a goofy kid. And, yeah, one girl was like, I don't know, it annoys me, and you have small lips. And I was like, <laughs> fuck you, and I do have small lips. So, yeah, that was something that was pretty mean, but I, you know, she she's she's not a nice person. <laughs> Damn. Anything on your side? Sorry. I didn't... That's poignant. Yeah. It goes straight to the heart. I feel her on that, though. Small lips? Yeah. Thank you. I, I like some big lips. <laughs> I do, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> she said they feel weird kissing me, and I was like, I'm out of Oh, my gosh. Sean is just... Yeah, she was not cool, dude. She drove a stick shift. I knew something was wrong. Sounds like um, my type of girl. Yeah. Uh, no, she was just very uh, <laughs> aggressive. We hung out three times. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, anyway, that's sad Steve's story. Anything from uh, your guys' uh, past? I really don't have an answer to this. All mine are super boring. Really? Like, I was literally working. No one was like, you're in a much. wheelchair? No, I, I had a girlfriend yeah, that was in a wheelchair. True. It was literally like, you're too busy. That, that's literally been the, the hugest block for me. It's, you don't have enough time mm. for me. That happens in relationships, you know? But, like, that, that's literally, I don't, I've never gotten the Jew card. Nobody's ever been that I can't do you because you're Jewish. I hope not. <laughs> no, like, you eat too much Mexican food and, like, fart too much. Good. <laughs> I've almost gotten that one. 
Do being they, too gassy. They look past it. Yeah, they, they should. That's true love right <laughs> they there. Look, they look true. I don't let them know that side of me until later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, we that, talked about that. That moment in relationships where you're just, like, comfortable with the... The gas. Just the, the, the body. body. Yeah, yeah, the body. Taking dumps in front of each other. Like, that's... I've best. never taken... We, we had to talk about that. Hot take. Can you take a dump in front of a significant other? Yeah, I've done it. It's like a I two, can't. two year plus. I literally yeah, can't. Two year plus jam for me. We were like <laughs> two eight, year eight plus jam for me. <laughs> you can you can definitely make it happen though. There's a comfortability level where you just you just don't give a fuck anymore, dude. <laughs> that's my space. Yeah, my space. I, my space I will not. No matter how close, I can have babies with a girl, and I will not poop in front of her. Wow. I mean, it's not like you go out of your way to take a dump in front of her. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It's like <laughs> someone brings it up. It's like, babe, come in here. <laughs> like, if she's brushing, her, you. <laughs> she's brushing her teeth, then we don't run in there and be like, <laughs> hey, it <laughs> takes my shit. Yeah. If there's an acceptable time for you to shit in front of somebody, it better be with you running into the bathroom. I think that makes it a little bit more yeah. like, oh, this guy had the shit. Not just like, hey. If you guys are in, like, a one-bathroom apartment and she's doing her hair and you think that, like, you're literally about to explode, by all means. I would literally kick her out. And she should be cool with that. kick her out. She she either leaves or you're just like, you know what, you've got to bear this. If she's in the shower, I kick her out. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the steam. Yeah. You might want to call that out. That guy's <laughs> no, I love, it. I love it. Um so yeah, I mean do you guys have anything else to add to this? I mean dumping. Uh what was the question again? The question is basically oh, like so someone ever blocked you. Blocked you or like have you ever blocked somebody for doing something and if so, what was that? Oh, I can go quick. Go for it. So I've been blocked in high school, it's kind of ridiculous. Um she was dating one of my good friends, mm. and I got blocked. I mean, he wasn't a good friend. <laughs> blocked for what? He wasn't Me a good friend. Yeah, I was just like, you know what? I kind of like you, and I know you're dating my friend, but I like you more than I like him. And Ooh. I got blocked, and that's fair. But it was also kind of stupid on my part. Hey. Um, I got blocked for not being a stoner in high school, too. Which wow. Was really weird. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that one's. I didn't party, so I think that crutched me a couple times. Yeah, I think it's a similar thing. Like I wasn't where he was on partying, and she kind of wanted to get wild, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm like the guy for you." Yeah, (laughs) that's like too early in high school. Yeah. So there's that, um, and I haven't really got blocked in for anything else after that. Um, Like super hard, I don't think. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, actually, well, yeah, I just made like a mistake though. Tell me the mistake. We've all made mistakes. Basically, like. Dared a girl to hang out with me one night when I was a little buzzing, a little drunk. How do you dare a girl to hang out? Just like literally be like, I dare you to come over. It was. I was like, I was like, I think I said, if you have the gall, <laughs> which is like, who the fuck says that? <laughs> um, so yeah, that definitely learned from that one. Um, I blocked someone out when um, she slept over. And I woke up multiple times in the night, and she was awake every time. Oh, man. <laughs> and then there was one time I was convinced, and I think it was like four in the morning at this point, I was convinced that she was pinching my arm to wake me up. And was she actually? I'm pretty, sure she, I'm pretty sure she did. So I'm she, I, in the morning when it was like seven, and I woke up, and obviously she was wide awake, I was like, did you sleep at all last night? And she was like, oh, not, like, not really. And I was like... 
Yeah, like, I thought you were awake. Like, I woke up a couple times. You're always <laughs> awake. She's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never. That, never. Yeah, that would weird me out. That was dumb. I, I felt I'm like gonna was just watching me in my <laughs> sleep <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Watch me in my sleep. That's so, weird. That was weird. I wish I had someone that would do that. Anyway. <laughs> um, do until it happens. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It no, seems nice. It seems nice. Yeah. Uh, Sean, you brought a question for us. Why don't you uh, ask that question that you've wanted to ask? For okay. A and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here with on some real shit. We ne- we didn't start the episode with that, so we'll finish with that. All right. So something I've been not struggling with, but thinking about a lot recently is that as you get older, you get to know your parents more as real people. Yeah. And my question is, how's that kind of been going for you? Ooh. And Ooh. then. Ooh. Yeah. How's it been going for you? And have you had these moments where you look at them too much as um, a person or too much as a parent? And then how did that affect how you like how it's been going? I'll start just because mine is super simple. Um, me and my family have always been pretty open, but I would say last year, like right around this time, um, we went to Texas together, and it was the first time we'd all gone on like a vacation since man, I was probably thirteen or fourteen. And we all kind of did our vices, if you will, in front of each other. And we're very open about everything. And it just was like a real comfortable unit. And it wasn't just them. It was like my whole family. So getting to know everybody on like an adult level. I hadn't seen my family since like I was probably like 15 when I lived in Texas for a little bit. And like when I went back, it was just such like a culture shock first off. And then like... Everyone is still so nice. It's like family. And, like, the fact that we can be super comfortable in front of each other and not have to, like, hide who we are, that's always been, like, the best part of my family. And I'm glad that I got to, like, experience that finally, even if it was only for, like, a couple days. And now me and my mom are super, like, comfortable about everything. Like, me and my dad and sister and mom all smoke pot together. We all talk about our lives together. My mom has told me stories I never thought I'd find out about her and, like, my dad and all this, like, crazy stuff that they did in their past. And, yeah, it's it's super interesting. I really appreciate it. It's kind of like in high school sometimes I would, like, try to talk to old people um, and try to find out, like, stories about their past and, like, the fact that I can, like, do that about my parents and kind of get, like, a recollection of, like, my dad growing up in Texas and, like, moving between there and Oregon all the time or my mom being, like, an immigrant from England and, like, coming to America and, like, trying to figure it out when she was, like, you know, a teenager and stuff is, like mad interesting and stuff that I never really knew. And I feel like a lot of people, like, my close friends don't know that much about their parents. Mm-hmm. And, like, it kind of bums me out because, you know, that's where you came from. Like, I want to understand why I'm me, and yeah. that's, like, why I'm glad that I'm so open with them. Like, and it's it's just made our relationship a lot better. I really like that, Steve. Yeah. Um, Shouts out to my mom. I know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my dad. I know my dad listens. My dad offered to be our wine sponsor. Oh, that'd be oh, awesome. So got two Dude, he, he offered. He offered to throw in a wine sponsor for us. I need some. some I, I told. I told him we we got the love. Yeah. And I was like, I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know how we like the the the. the he was little, yeah. Shout out to my dad. He was literally gonna sign us up for a, a wine subscription. That's sweet. Um. With me and my parents, it's a little bit different because of the age gap. Yeah. Um. So. Whereas a lot of my friends have been able to understand their parents on a more, like, equal playing field, mine's just been accentuated, 
I feel like. Like, I've been able to see a lot more of a different side of my parents now that I'm an adult, and, like, there's no holds bar anymore. It's, like, everything about that's happening in, like, family or anything, like, they're, they're telling me everything that's happening, but, like, there's a lot of times that I look to them for, like, advice that'll, that I want in my everyday life, but they just, it doesn't click for them because they're not from the same world I am at this point. My dad's very contemporary from where he came from, like, first generation Jewish in the, in America, like, he was already pushing the boundaries by coming out to California, let alone Huntington Beach. Like, how yeah. the hell did he find that place? <laughs> that's what I, that's what I think about my parents all yeah. the time. Yeah, like, how, how did you find that place? So, like, he still is a very traditional guy. He holds a lot of, like, really older values, which I really appreciate, and being able to see that firsthand, like, I really appreciate. And same thing with my mom. Like, my mom came from a Mormon household and was able to convert to Judaism when she met my dad. So, like, she has a very, very different look. And she's never left Huntington Beach. Like, she's an HB local to the core. Yeah. So, like, when I'm asking them about all these different things that are happening in my life, it's not that their advice doesn't get me there, but it's just not everything that I would expect. So, I've really enjoyed being able to be the more adult me around them and them to accept that. But it's been a really, really interesting process for me because it's just, it's not like they're becoming more my buddy or my friend. It's I'm understanding them more as the distinct figures that they are in their age and like appreciating them for while I have them and like what they're able to give me while they can. Because I'm, I'm young and like I'm very active, you know, and that's very hard for a person like them to understand. Like, they want someone close to home, and that kind of, like, relates to where we're going to get to later, but mm-hmm. it's, like, very, very, very different than any walk of life that I see around me. So I'm very thankful for it, but it's definitely very different. So it's going well, but it's not becoming as, like, buddy-buddy like it is with you, Steven? Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. agree. It's, I'm definitely not getting to the point with my parents where, like, we're, we're friends and we're hanging out and chilling. Yeah. It's, like they're very much becoming more and more distinct in their roles in my life hmm. than, like, an equal in mine. More distinct as parents or as just, like, as figures in your life that impacted it a lot? Like, do you, do you view them as parents more? Definitely, yeah. They're definitely, they're def- they, ser- they literally serve as my parents and my grandparents in the same token. Yeah, yeah. interesting. So they're able to give me that advice of you're my, my offspring, but also able to give me the advice of like 20 years experience past that yeah of just like what they've been able to see and what they're like what they've been through yeah and it's been like some crazy shit that they've been able to explain to me like i went through this and i'm like like what and to be able to tell me the lessons they learned from that is like invaluable to me yeah but that's just not something that you expect to get from your parents all the time especially hearing from i guess that's from what i hear from other people yeah definitely what about you sean um, yeah, the reason I asked that is because it's kind of going, I'm, I, I feel like I'm focusing on them not being like parents at all. Like the parents is almost dissipating, um, which it kind of seems like it's doing with you, Steven, yeah. a little bit. Um, but like you get to see the good things about them and how you are, how like they are. Um, but at the same time you see like the vices and, yeah. and, and like. The, the real, part, like yeah. the things that they didn't used to hide from you or that they used to hide from you, they're no longer hiding from yeah. you and it's kind of all out in the open and people are more outspoken and it kind of creates like some weird situations. Yeah. And so 
I've just been going through some of those, and I was kind of curious how if those are coming up with people too. Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely like, being away from them too because now they want to like hang out with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's hung like, out yeah, for eighteen like, years. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like don't get don't get sad because I'm not hanging out with you now that you think that I have like freedom to do whatever I want because I kind of don't, but. Like, that's why my, my parents are very, like, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. And they, like... Yeah. I re- think that's at every parent. Yeah, I mean, every, every... Yeah, of course. But, like, you know, they're, like, we'll see you when we see you. Like, we love seeing you. But it's, like, you know, they know that when I go home, it's not just to see them. It's, like, to see all my friends and stuff like that, too. Which now are far and few between down there. I have, like, most of my core group of friends are about to be up here. Yeah. So um, it's going to be it's gonna be an interesting transition, but one that I'm excited about. And, like, you know, I think my dad, his, like, key role in my life is I would love him to, like, help raise my kid. Like, Mm -hmm. if I got a job where I'm too busy or something, he would be, like, the live-in, like, grandpa-style dude from the Rugrats, you know what I mean? He would be a very wacky guy, but, like, I'm me because of, like, how he raised me. He was around all the time when I was a kid, and, like, you know, I would not mind another person like me in the world. Like, you know, and it's because of, like, how fucking weird that guy is. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, shouts out to the original Papa Steve hey. <laughs> in the mix. Uh, but that was a great question, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah, man, I love it. And that's uh, that's it, guys. Let's do some on some real shit. We'll uh, start. Do you have one off the top of your head? Um, I could dive into mine if you. Or like. we could do oh, some real shit. I'm really glad for tomorrow to be like halfway over because I think I'm gonna get off work early. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then coast into some great, like, a week in Texas doing some training for work, which is going to feel like not work. You got to go to Dallas? Yeah, uh, yeah, flying to Dallas-Fort Worth, and it's, like, kind of on the outskirts. Um, but after that, I'm taking two weeks to go backpacking, doing an awesome trip with my little sister, which yeah. was one of my goals. Yeah, yeah I know, that's what I wanted to say. I'm I'm to doing it. Yes. I don't know if we're going to get to climb, but I'm taking her on a trip, and it's happening. July 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, and then I'm going up to Washington to do a trip, another backpacking trip um, right after that. Are, Are you coming back but in between? Mm-mm. Oh. I might, I might actually like get picked up by my roommate oh, wow. and then have my sister drive home from there. Um, Crazy. Awesome. We're, we're working out logistic. That's awesome, though, Sean, that you set a goal last time you are here and... It's happening. Did it. I mean, and I've been taking it? care of myself. It was taking care of myself, and I wanted to yeah. take my little sister on a trip, and I wanted to take my, or pay for my mom to go to Paris, which is still on the table, but she hasn't scheduled it yet, because life is life. Life is but, life. But, but you bought the car, though, from her. No. I, so, there's been no transaction. <laughs> I mean, I've been using the car for work, yeah. but I, I told my mom that offer is never coming off the table, so make sure whenever you figure it out. And I, I press her, too. Like, every couple of weeks, I'll be like, where are you at with your trip? What's the next Sweet. step? She said Doc said November would be a great time to go because she's getting some foot surgery done. Oh, chill. Um, so, so she'll be able to do the walking that she wants to do. Yeah, he's like, you'll have enough recovery time, and it'll actually be good for you to kind of start moving, putting some yeah. stuff on it. And so. that would energize me to do so. Yeah. Great. Um, my on some real shit. Uh, oh... Uh, this weekend I, uh, lost my cool a little bit. Uh, Sean was actually there for that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just my overall inability to feel comfortable with myself. And like, I kind of like lost my cool, but the next day I kind of woke up and felt a lot better about myself. If that makes any sense. Like, um, 
after I had a conversation with the person I, who I wanted to have a conversation with and kind of like got on a level uh, playing field with understanding and everything, like the night got a little bit better and then the next day was fine. And then we had a big bump uh, yesterday and like now things are okay again, I guess, in some sense of the term. But um, yeah, Saturday day party. Uh, I think you watched me punch a pillar. Yeah, I was getting a little worried. <laughs> As you should have. I saw, I saw the anxiety build up. Yeah, it was and real. it's probably been building up for like more than just that. Afternoon. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, Where was this pillar? The pillar that's outside on the balcony. Nice. Yeah. At least it's wood, not stucco. Yeah, I know. I also punched a wicker chair, but that was a couple days prior, and that was from work, just like frustration. Damn. It was an accident, though. It was like more of like, oh fuck, and I like hit it, and like wicker is not a. A solid and like a little like it kind of is like a grater and it like Ooh. hit my knuckle and I was like fuck that was stupid, but yeah I just like mad anxiety and I just like you know needed to release some rage and yeah it was just like you know I hadn't been like that in a long time, mm. but it was real. Yeah, I've I've been there before. That's why I kind of like I felt for you super hard. Yeah, no, and that's the thing is like thank you, dude. Like it was. Uh, very helpful to have somebody there. I kind of felt mad alone, and you like really. Yeah. That's like why I wanted to say like on some real shit. Like you did help me out, so thank you. Like mm-hmm. it was definitely nice to have like someone there that actually like you know people did give a shit about me there. Obviously, like I had a lot of friends there, but like to have someone like take the time to actually like yeah. help me, it was um, beneficial and it definitely helped me calm down and also probably save that relationship possibly. So yeah, I appreciate it. No worries. Man. Classic Sean McKenzie. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's called Vintage D-O. Sean McKenzie. Yeah. Shout, Shout out to man. the dog. Shout out to the dog. If my homies are hurting, man, you gotta take care of them. But yeah, one hundred percent. And you yeah. can't just be a bystander. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad things are like working out. Hopefully. Or, like, yeah, it's just better. yeah, yeah. I'm feeling better and more just collected, like collected at least. Yeah, more collected. We there's like a bunch of shit that went on the past couple of days that I won't really uh, splurge too much on. Yeah. But I made a couple mistakes and. Um, kind of made her realize her feelings and then like we're gonna kind of take a step back because we got into things a little bit hot and heavy so we're gonna see where it goes but that's just for right now awesome yeah and uh, let's let's get to the the news the news the big uh, the big on some real shit here the I'm big doo doo I'm gonna have a sip let's have some sips <laughs> let's take a sip chug ooh this is a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be you can drop it um, my awesome real shit this week is that I am moving to LA to be closer to my family and I got an amazing job at Red Bull in Santa Monica. Shout out to Red Bull. <laughs> it's giving me wings, man. For <laughs> real. But honestly, Steve, you and I have talked about this before, but like, I'm so dedicated to this to the success of this podcast and a huge, huge component of this podcast is being here with our phones down and just having some FaceTime. Some FaceTime therapy, you know? And unfortunately the way I feel is that if I do move to LA, I'm not gonna be able to continue with this podcast as an active member at least. At least as the co host. I'm down for any kind of shout out, phone call, whatever you wanna do with me, but like as the presiding co-host of the show, by this kind of decision, I have to forego my position here. And I don't know if the, the shit's going to get any realer than this, but, like, I fucking love you guys. And I'm so sad to be leaving, but 
this podcast has been such an amazing experience. And next week we're going to do a huge blowout. It's going to be all yeah. the homies. We're going to have a really big going out fest. It's going to be a hell of a time. But... It's going to be a Ben fest almost. Oh, yeah. A lot of Drake music. A lot of Drake music. A lot of top 10 Ben moments. Um, yeah, classic stuff. But oh, yeah. I'm really happy, dude. I'm glad. Like, you know, we, we talked about it last week. Uh, this kind of is a recent uh, update that's been going on. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's something that you wanted to do and pursue. And it's like, you know, you gotta you gotta do you. And I know you get kind of like, when you get comfortable, you get uncomfortable sometimes. 100%. And you want to pursue something else. And, like, it sounds like the perfect job for you when you've explained it to me. And, uh, you know, I know what the fan means to you. And also, like, you know, being closer to Madison as well is a big part of that, too. And it's it's all beneficial. And it works out. And, you know, you've been here for a year. And we've loved having you up here. And you know you're always welcome back. And you're more than welcome to visit as well. And yeah, well, you won't be missed from the po- you will be missed from the podcast, <laughs> sorry, that's not, but you won't um, be gone from the podcast. You'll still be a very spiritual uh, member, and um, you know you won't be out of the two broke family either. Never, you know, never. I'm gonna be hurting for a while. That's yeah, for you sure. are. I might be the two. The most broke member for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, possibly. To make his move. He's going to ask you a question. How do you deal with leaving a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you guys the most messed up questions and just... <laughs> you guys are not going to know how to deal with it. I, I would love it. That that would probably be the best way to contribute. And I'm hoping that you guys have like kind of like a Ben hotline. Like a... We got to call Ben on this one. It's just like when like a hot take is too hot, you know, and you need someone to just kind of like sizzle it down, it'll be like Ben hotline. Yeah, you're the you're the Colin guru. Yeah, but 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 real talk, like it's really crazy to me to think that like you and I, Stephen, sat down. We're like, if ten people listen to this, then we'll keep going. Yeah, and to think now we we have over sixteen hundred people listening to us right now. Like that's a really hard thing to leave. Yeah, like I I have no idea. Like this could be a huge mistake in the future for me because this podcast could take off and we could have wine sponsors for our entire life, <laughs> you know, and like that, that in itself is worth it to me. But yeah. like, man, we've done some great shit, Steven. And like, I'm so happy with what, what we've done and like been able to show people. And yeah. I'm, I'm really, like I said, I would not have done this with anybody else but you. And it's been a big help to like have somebody as supportive and like motivated as you around. And I know that's like why everybody loves listening to you every week too, is like, you know, you're a great source of um, non-biased motivation and, like, just are all about, you know, being driven and trying to push others. And you've pushed me to actually, like, try hard on this. And, like, I promise that I continue to uh, work on this as hard as I can. And, like, you know, we'll we'll always have each other. Yeah, we will. And if I ever need somebody to come on, I'll always have you to call in. And, yeah, it's... Uh, you know, I'm figuring out who the next host is going to be with me. Um, we'll have an update on that next week once I kind of, like, think about it and weigh on the decision. I still have to talk to Ben about that, obviously, and stuff. He still has a big say. And, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a change for the next couple of weeks for sure, guys. But uh, next week is going to be all happy, all celebration. Mm-hmm. Maybe some maybe some tears. I was, I've been promised by uh, a couple people that they were probably going to cry. But we'll save the tears for next week. It's It's all love here, just like the wine company. And um, we just want to say, like, you know, everyone loves you, Ben. You're your highlight, and uh, we're going to miss you for sure. I'm going to miss all you guys, too. I'm going to miss the city. I'm going to miss everything that we do here. Yeah. It's been awesome to, Sean, get to know you more up here. Yeah. I feel like we've been able to become even more friends up here than we were down in Santa Barbara. It's been awesome. 
Steve, you and I have been able to rekindle yeah, everything. a great friendship and just like speak to the audience. Yeah. It's been great. And this will not be the last you guys hear from me, but just, just so everybody knows, I'll be in LA. <laughs> See me at the bungalow, baby. Yeah, come hang out. Play <laughs> Let's go. At Red Bull. If you guys want some free Red Bull, hit me up. They sent me home with cases. So. Live at Red Bull Studios. <laughs> that would, I mean, I'm, I'm stoked for you. It's going to be awesome. If you ever meet Blake Griffin... You gotta call him Pretty Red, okay? Just do that for me. <laughs> All right, I got you. That's, that's, that's the thing, yeah. I'll throw him on the snap. <laughs> I'll throw him on the I love it. Um, so, yeah. And also, uh, thank you guys again just for, like, giving us all the love. And, you know, I know me and Ben both appreciate it, and it's what's really kept us going. And we'll keep it going, obviously. And, you know, like I said before, Ben will be missed. But he is not gone forever. I'm not gonna. I'm like Obi Wan. Exactly. I know that's how I keep picturing you, just I'm like fading in. I am Ben Kenobi. <laughs> he is Ben Kenobi. <laughs> Call the Ben Kenobi. Ben! Dude, shouts out to Wine guys. It's kept us going. Yeah, literally right. the official lifeblood of the podcast. That's I would what say. I'm saying, man. Like we made that hard turn episode two. We were like, let's just start drinking only wine. Yep. <laughs> and it's worked out great. And uh, yeah, I've, like I said, one last thing is like I've loved spending my Wednesdays with you, and like you know, I know little OC is gonna miss you too, and like it's it's great to have like you know. A place to, like, hang out every week and, like, get to actually see somebody that I enjoy spending time with. Appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, let's just wrap it up. I mean, let's talk about what got you through the week. I mean, Ben, mm. I see what you have on your feet, and it's the perfect uh, perfect recommendation for anybody. The perfect segue. Man, um, on Thursday, I, I embarked on the adventure of helping Madison move out of her apartment, and uh, I knew that my feet were hurting. Side note, if anybody doesn't know, I have, like, second-degree burns on my feet. <laughs> um, and it's pretty gnarly. So I've been wearing some Adidas tubulars for the past two months, three months, and they've just been getting stinky and raw. So I was like, I need new shoes badly. So I went to the Adidas flag store and bought me some Ultra Boosts. Hell yeah. Changing the comfort game. They have structure. They feel like clouds. And I'm able to go about my day with zero pain. So if you're suffering from any foot ailments, or if you just want to increase your comfortability in your life, Adidas Ultra Boosts are worth the price point. It's about 200 bucks when you leave the store. Yeah. Worth it. You got to get your dad on that. You got to get him on that recommendation game. Maybe he could get sponsored by Adidas. <laughs> My dad's got shoe deals from being a podiatrist, so like he gets free shoes all the time. Really? He's set. That's yeah. pretty sick. He's set. Yeah, uh, as everybody knows, I'm I'm the Ultra Boost King. I've fucked with them for so long. They like you know from the moment you put them on, it's 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 a change. Like, it really is. And I've recommended them to everybody for so long, and like I'm glad to see one by one people are like making the change. You mm -hmm. know, you've been on Team Adidas for a while, but you finally got the shoe. Yeah, I mean, I was Team Nike for quite a while. Yeah. Actually, no, I was Team Adidas. I had the D Roses playing yeah. volleyball for about the past like four years of my yeah. life. The only Nikes I had was Roches, and I thought those were comfy. Yeah. And then my whole world was shattered when I put on the Ultra Boost. I've been Samba Steve since early high school. I remember those. Always, always so many old shoes. Good but I, I work in Ultra Boosts. I have a pair of Ultra Boosts for the streets. You know, pretty easy shoe to keep clean, too. Mm -hmm. I love all the colorways, um, and I want them all. And it's bad. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, do you want to give a recommendation of what got you through the week, Sean? I feel like the week just started. I mean, it did. It for kind me, of did. For me. What got you through last week? What got me through last week was honestly a phone call from 
uh, an old, I want to say acquaintance, even though I knew her for like four years. Um, but we never really got to know each other that well. And then she hit me up and she was like, yo, let's, let's like hop on a phone. Let's talk. Like, I'm so yeah. like, interesting. Like, let's, let's have a phone call. And I was like, I'm down. And I ended up talking to her for two hours and I think it was on like a Saturday when I just didn't want to do anything. And it got me through the week. It like really motivated me. Her name's mm-hmm. Amaris, and she is fucking dope. Um, shouts out to her. She's listening. Shouts out to Amaris. She's in LA, man. You come visit us. Could man. be the next best friend. Hey. <laughs> You're the next best friend. She's really cool. But that's my best friend. That's my best friend. So she's been like, I got, I got a text on my way over here, and I was really stressed out for work, like literally working on a bus, and then I got a ping, or not a <laughs> ping, but like I got a <laughs> message from her. And it was like, Sean, how are you doing? Like, are you okay? Like, how are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, uh, not okay. I can't even respond to your text right now. <laughs> but thank you for getting me through next week and currently. Like, it makes it, it made me feel good to know that someone cared about me. So that's that's what got me through last week. Yeah, uh, beautiful. What got me through last week um, was probably, I've got two things. Obviously, I think um, my friends help me get through this week. Um, you know, we had a serious conversation, uh, Sean this weekend. Also, like I randomly bumped into, uh, the pod mother Chelsea at the Janelle Monet like outdoor show that they had at Stern Grove this weekend, the like free concert. And we like linked up, she was meeting up with a bunch of my other friends. So we all just like hung out and it was kind of like good to just like be out of the house. Like I said, like that's like my favorite thing right now is like not being stuck at home on the weekends as someone that's usually like just landlocked almost. Um, and yeah, just been like crazy motivated and also, you know, shout out to Game of Thrones for just delivering a, uh, explosive episode on Sunday. You haven't watched it yet. yet yeah. I know. Um, well, you should. <laughs> I will probably watch it Yeah, ASAP. Yeah, it is unbelievable, like such an un- unbelievable episode and like I had a great time. The writing wasn't that good, but every part, every shot on the screen was awesome. Let me ask you a quick question, Steve. So they said that the director for that last episode was a different person. Do do they do that? They usually switch off every two episodes. So, like, uh, someone will come in and do two episodes, someone will come in and do two episodes, and then there's, like, five directors per season. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. See, that's something I had no idea about. (laughs) But Game of Thrones was awesome this week, and it it was awesome, and fuck LeBron James, but goddamn, he is the best basketball player in the NBA. Now no one can literally argue. It's it's hard. But he also achieved the one basketball dream he ever wanted. His one dream, right? Like, he mm-hmm. literally got everything he's ever wanted. Like, he could have retired right then and there and been a legend. Yeah. Like, you know, he went three for six in the finals. Uh, three finals MVPs. He brought a you know, trophy to his hometown. That's his only goal in life since he played basketball. He's done it. Yeah. So, you know... Hopefully he doesn't have that much motivation and next year's difference. Right? Go, go Knicks. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, and let's like kill it with some plugs. Uh, ben and Sean, you know how this goes. We plug up at the end of the show and let people know where you, they can find you guys. Since you gave your time this week, we will give you guys a chance to plug your stream of consciousness on the internet. And you can always ask questions to the podcast at twobrokefortherapy.com. You can always uh, submit questions as well on Twitter at tbftpodcast. That's at TBFT Podcast. You can follow me at Stephen Baker 8. That's Stephen with a PH, Baker as in the profession, and 8 as in the number. And you can always catch me on Instagram at Dat McFly and find mad 
weird Polaroid photos that we take after every show and, you know, just updates on visually what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thanks again. You guys are awesome. And uh, we'll have a lot more updates for you guys next week. So thanks for listening and submit more questions. It's, it's awesome when you guys do that. And, you know, I would really like some uh, fresher questions because the ones in the pot are a little stinky. A little stinky, like some yeah. blue cheese stinky. Yeah, exactly. Sean, where can they find your stream of conscious? My stream of conscious is developing. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Except I only have one place right now, um, and that's Instagram. The letter D, number two, and spell out T-H-E-O-C. Yep. That's D to the O-C, spells doc. Um, I'm also, I've got websites that I've built that I need to perfect, but I've been getting back into the building slash construction consulting business. Mm-hmm. If you want to say it like that, um, so I'll be I'll be working on that in the next month to actually get something legit up for you guys, and you can request stuff to be built. Woodworking, we'll build it, and it. I will fucking send it to you, shipping and handling free. Because I'm trying to build a portfolio to get a badass design job. So if you build it, they will come. Yeah, exactly. I would actually really enjoy to follow a blog if you had one of your yeah of your my thoughts. Shit. I've got a blog out there for my Mustang. I want your thoughts. I want your thoughts. Um, For me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Benjamin Simons, B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N-S-I-M-O-N-S. And follow me on Instagram at Benessy, B-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y underscore. But other than that, please follow me on Two Book for Therapy. Send us questions. Send us questions. Let's have a good last week. Let's get like some fire ass shit going. Yeah, then... really send us some. Send us the heaters that you really want to hear for this last week before I go out with the bang bang. One hundred percent. His heart's and already I... out, so don't feel bad if you try yeah. and rip it out. Exactly. Just take it out from my from my open chest. Hopefully, we can do a little um, another Music City event. Yeah, That's... no, that'd be great. I I told somebody today I was like we might do another like two broke event, and they were like, "Whoa, sick win." Yeah. Like they like freaked out. So this might be the last one. I think after the last one, we got a little bit scared because it got a little bit rowdy. Yeah, but I don't think this one would be of that scale, though. You know, I think it'd be more of a chill hangout. I'm hoping so. Yeah. Well, thanks again, guys. You're the best uh, for listening, and you know we appreciate you all. And shout out to wine. Always one time, one time, always. How many bottles of wine do you think we've drinking today? Or the household has uh, consumed. Um, let's count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 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 That's a that's a good night. And some Mediterranean food. Some watermelon. Some watermelon. Shouts out to Leali on 26th and Clement. Great. Some of the best Mediterranean food you can find out in the city. Killer hummus. You guys are killing it. You guys are killing it. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This is Two Bro for Therapy. Always submit questions again at twobrofortherapy.com. And uh, Ben. Steve. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I know this. Talk to me. Hold Do on. you? I know this. I'm going to drink some wine. Tell, tell me. We, we are not therapists. Thank you so much. Sean, you were aware, right? I, I, I think I had something in my ear. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. Well, you, d- d- we shouldn't tell them. Okay. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Uh, bye. Bye. Tight. <laughs> You've been doing that a lot recently. Yeah. <laughs>
South Cap got signed, got my mouth all in the same. Yo. Don't you come around, we ain't got the time, be gone. Watch me do the Randy touchdown. Knew how much I get, think the flame, the golden child. Riding right behind, they'll pull up a side. We popping champagne, damn you, Apple Sean. Watch me do the Randy touchdown. Knew how much I get. Think the flame, the golden child. Riding right behind the pull up beside. We popping champagne. Damn you, Apple Sean. Pull out the seven. Pull out the ride. We so high up an echelon. We so, we so high up an echelon. I ain't traveling again. Once again. if i'm ever rich like really rich i will just always have shrimp in my house shrimp on deck shrimp is actually the biggest bycatch product what does that mean so like when you get shrimp get shrimp <laughs> that's my that's my that's my new twitter handle get shrimp <laughs> that's how i know i made it i'm eating shrimp <laughs> i guess oh, so you want to be a legend by by rumor yeah <laughs> Like the word of mouth. Yo, yeah. I heard Ben. Yo, like, you hear about this? I heard Ben Simons has the wisdom of seven adults. <laughs> and they'd be like, you just gotta start doing one weird thing. Like you have to create a legend, right? That's what I want. My own personal legend. Shouts out to the Alchemist. Guys, I got my phone on, but it's purely to sync my Fitbit. <laughs> Is it working? Okay. Did